0: Hello, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the Closed Traffic Podcast, and um, I am uh, Johnny, and uh, I got my main man here, Mr. Mike. Mike, what's say hello to people? What's going on,
1: Johnny? What's going on, man? Good to be back here. Hello, people. Good to uh, coming here on another podcast. How you doing, bud?
0: man that whole (laughs) i'm pretty good man got me all uh (laughs) put me over the edge man with the whole uh man gonna roll up flight simcon man looking like uh you know looking like new money over there so like new money man yeah man yeah bro but now just wanted to just want to hit up a few topics but um you know, I guess first and foremost, man, I just gotta say, uh, congratulations to the uh, for the cop of the year, man. Picked up that new honeycomb over there. I see you over there, man. a
1: It's sitting right in front of me here, man. It's uh, it is everything I imagined it to be. First of all, shout out to you for finding it for me. I told you, man, I gotta pay you a finder's fee or something for it, but uh, yeah, after gosh, seven months, eight months looking for this thing and part of it wasn't just looking for all right but looking for it and paying you know adequate price
0: Normal prices.
1: every everyone else was trying to sell it for almost double the price in some instances so it was nice to uh come up on it uh for actually it was reduced for a reduced yeah price just because the box was a little bit damaged but uh <clears throat> brand new yoke unopened and it was uh it has been living up to every expectation man appreciate it
0: oh that's too cool no man just. This- I'm just glad someone was able to get a successful cop, man. My job is done. But <laughs> you checks in the man. mail, checks in the mail, man. Be sure to cash it. <laughs> but um, now I was, uh, I just want to bring up a uh, interesting topic, man. We we're looking at the uh, Navigraph survey results that, uh, that came in, uh, came in earlier this year. And um, it's quite intriguing. I know Navigraph has been doing this for, for some time now
1: yeah <clears throat> flight sim community survey 2020 results um I'd be honest I you know prior to this year I didn't really pay much attention to it I think I participated the first year not the second year uh, but uh, and then I' participated in this year and then I guess while we're on the topic there's some numbers here and sure that kind of shows the success of how this thing's been growing in 2018 I think was the first year they started this thing 15,000 respondents uh last year 2019 they had 17,800 uh respondents and then 2020 uh amazing milestone 23,500 responded. respondents so wow uh, shout out to navigraph i think they also had uh, a bunch more uh partners oh yeah that sure. were able to you know kind of help get that out and spread the word i know i participated in it as well and uh Lots of different numbers and figures to to dive into for sure.
0: We can yeah, man. You know, touch on some
1: of them, but some of them we definitely should definitely we should definitely get deeper into, into uh, some of the results here.
0: Yeah, I'm just kind of breezing through here. Um, man, Apatab was a partner, Coronado. Juritsky, of course, I always mess that name up. My apologies. D- <laughs> yeah, they
1: got uh, Aerosoft, Avitab, Coronado. What is that? Cruise Level, Drewicki Design, Frugal Sim, FS Elite, Flight Sim Labs, of course. Of course. Flight One, Flight Gear, Flight Sim.com, Flight Sim Expo. Oh, speaking yeah. of Expo, we can talk about that in a little bit as well after that. Gaia Simulations, uh, GOFS, Heli Simmer, Honeycomb for the win. Infinite Flight. IBAO, uh, John Fly, Laminar Research, Lockheed, uh, Microsoft, Mel, Milviz, Navigraph, Orbix, PMDG, Rex, SimBrief, SimFlight, and VATSIM. So a ton of partners participated in 2020 to kind of help spread the word about this. And um, the results are fascinating.
0: Yeah, they are, man. So like looking at this here, for example, so it looks like they gathered some data um, and for uh, for age groups. And just looking at the age here. It's so um, let's see here. So 20 year olds, 12%. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really, that's really interesting there. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, that, that makes sense. Cause I think I was, uh, I thinking like 17 when I first started, uh, started getting into simming and mm. kind of, Grew from there, but you know you can see as as time progresses, there at twenty five at eight percent, then it kind of lines out. Right, once you hit your thirty seven percent for thirty thirty five, then it peaks. I guess you know folks get a little more time in their hands and start to retire at forty. I mean, those right. us who are able to retire at forty, <laughs> you know, and kind of kind of drops off from there. But it seems like on average uh seems
1: to be most uh, yeah early 20s for sure and in fact uh they've got you know the age distribution was ranging from uh, ranging from 15 to 80 years old uh, yeah. but definitely you have that noticeable peak at 20 years old sure. 12% of the of the simmer so that was about the time i got into it actually i got into it a little bit later you know flights and really wasn't something for me flying i've always kind of had an interest in for sure but sure. You know, when i started getting into wanting to take lessons and whatnot that's kind of when i started getting into it which was my early
0: 20s as well no 100 year olds huh mm, that was a shame man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 1%, mad, 85 man that's that's that's, yeah, pretty cool. that's really cool man it's really cool all that would have been like awesome like we would have to interview the guy who's 100 years old still seven Mike, no joke that that would be
1: amazing it it still is amazing to look at the range oh for sure of age groups here um, to really show you how far this hobby you know uh the the breadth of of how far this hobby reaches you have folks from all over the world oh yeah various different age groups many different life circumstances and we can all kind of, you know, unite over a single hobby. I think it's pretty
0: amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Because you're looking, as we, uh, you know, kind of look here uh, under United States, 26.7%, which I thought was kind of surprising, you know, being that in my mind, you know, this uh, this industry always, you know, seemed to me to be, um, you know, enjoyed by, you know, per... You Know predominant European um, consumer base, but to see them at 13.9%. it's kind of, I'm curious to see what the previous year's numbers were. Uh, yeah, showing. I've got to
1: see if I can find 2019s because you're right. I, I was always under the impression that Europe held most of the flight sim uh, user base. Uh, they definitely came in second here, but it's a wide margin, at least mm-hmm. this year between the United States and Great Britain, I'm sorry, Europe, Uh, Great Britain obviously has 13.9%. The United States has 26, Mm -hmm. Germany followed by 10 and Canada at five. But even if you added up, you know, Great Britain and Germany, you're still just under the the amount of user base here in the United States. So I'm wondering if FS2020, the launch of FS2020 had an impact on that? Which would be interesting to see 2019's results. I know the launch of FS20 had an impact on many of the other um, uh, data points here, we'll get into some of those in a bit. But certainly, I thought the geographic location was always kind of uh, tilted more to the um, European based uh, population.
0: Yeah, it's kinda, that's kind of, that's really, really interesting and eye opening to see that. And I, you know, I, I agree. It would, to me, it seemed to be. You know the more logical explanation right as to why you know there's such a wide margin with the release of because this you know i don't know who was behind uh, the marketing behind 2020 but hopefully that guy got a raise because i mean it was everywhere everywhere and
1: absolutely they spent a ton of money in that
0: oh yeah a ton of money not to say that they don't have it but you know they they spent a good portion of it towards towards marketing so it was was really interesting to see that and then you know you come down here i'm not sure why navigraph made this like substantially smaller to read you know i guess you know i don't really care we'll put it here anyway i'm sorry uh,
1: to cut you off but i did pull up 2019's Oh, U.S. Really? Yeah, the United States uh, led there too, actually, by a wider margin. Uh, United Kingdom and Germany had about combined uh, 25, let's see, no, about 18% of the user base. United Kingdom had about 14, Germany had almost 10%. The United States had almost 30%. So, wow. I guess the overall... You know, user base for flight sim is uh, in the United States. I'm sure there's different, you know, if you were to, if we went a little bit deeper, right, into the data, how many participated in United Kingdom and Germany versus the United States? Maybe that is a part of it, but like, I'm sure if you did a survey for VATSIM, participants Mm -hmm. in the U.S. versus the U.K., you would probably have more of the UK based and Germany based uh, population participating in VATSIM versus the US because uh, and I think that's part of why I always said or always thought that most of the population for flights sim was based across uh, overseas oh yeah uh, to my friends uh, across the pond there but that's interesting when you look at that VATSIM map man it's always, always. <laughs> heavily no staffed what, from an ATC man. standpoint lots of uh, traffic Oh man, so that's, that's interesting to see
0: for sure. Yeah, it's like those guys on payroll over there, man. It is I don't think I, I've, I've checked the map over there and have not seen, you know, someone, uh, uh, someone on duty there. So, and that's 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 really cool to see, you know. Uh, especially, you know, incredible. it really is, man. It really is, you know, when especially when you're in the mood to. You know, for those of us, you know, uh, who reside in states, you know, we want to take a trip over in Europe, man. It's really cool to have some, have services there. Um, But no, man, definitely to our European friends, man, for making it happen over there on the Bat Sims, for sure.
1: And then Um, the gender side, 96.9% versus mm -hmm. 1.6%. You obviously have your non-binary and other as well. And a couple that prefer not to say, but I think we've always understood that this hobby was more male, male dominated. Yeah, I kind of. I don't think that was much much of a surprise. You know, at least personally, we've, you know, myself have come across, you know, females in the last couple of months that are really into flight sim and are just starting to get into flight sim. And FS 2020 is a large part of that. So hopefully we'll see that number grow for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Then here this is this one's actually kind of interesting here i don't know again i don't know why they zoomed this one out i guess because they're so many data points which makes sense i guess but anyway um (laughs) so relation to aviation do you work within aviation and then some some folks say yes and others i guess that could be sales could be i don't know you know sales dispatch whatever um so we got 1.3 percent that say yes they work as a ground crew Oh, dispatch is covered. So 0.6 percent. Yes, it's dispatch. 0.5 percent, as in cabin crew. 0.8 uh, percent are instructors. Uh, 2.4 percent work in maintenance. As airplane pilot, 4.7. Um, oh, ATC. That's pretty cool. 0.9 percent. I would hope. Uh, I would hope that 0.9 percent is um, in. Um, uh, All right, cell phone, got your point. Um, (laughs) I would hope that 0.9% is actually active in VATSIM because that would be really cool to kind of see that. Or you'll probably find them more on Pilot Edge. On Pilot Edge, right.
1: Yeah, this uh, this data was, hmm, this data point around relation aviation, I think was interesting for sure. You've got 6% says yes to other, but a whopping 81.7% says they have no type of work or career affiliation with aviation whatsoever. I think that kind <clears> of <throat> lends itself to a couple of different aspects. I think number one being this is more of a hobby for a lot right. of folks. I think we've right. established that, right? This is for folks to kind of get away from their everyday life circumstance and not saying that's an escape, I'm not saying everyone's right. trying to do it to escape reality, right. but I think it does provide a different level of entertainment like anything else right if you you know if you played call of duty and you surveyed that population how many people are military based or you know although you probably get a higher ranking versus aviation probably probably a a bad analogy but you know there's still a lot of folks there that play call of duty you've never fired a weapon so it's it's kind of similar like you're doing something that you don't do in everyday life or you're not trained to do i think that's interesting another part you know another aspect of that is Um, it really goes to show you that there are very few folks in the community that you can kind of lean on to gain real world aviation experience from, um, you know, yourself, John, and a couple of other people that people that we know in the community, like you guys are few and far in between because you guys have that real world knowledge as it relates to, and I'm talking about GA, right. You know, we, you know, we, we do our flying in real life as well. Um, and there's a lot of GA pods, but there are not many commercial ticketed pilots uh, out there in the simulation world that you can kind of garner experience from because a lot of people, most of the people flying flight sim, at least that we've come across, especially in recent years, they all go for the big airliner, right? And they're interested in understanding what those operations are like. And there's not a lot of people you can lean on to kind of gain that knowledge from. So, again, I think it's, you know, this data is showing. It's a it's a large escape if you will for folks that don't do this on an everyday basis whether you're a ground crew a dispatcher an instructor and it also kind of goes to show you that you know when you come across people that have this real world experience uh, you should definitely lean on them um to, to gain some kind of knowledge it, it's yeah. it's quite interesting for sure
0: yeah it really is and you know I, and that's the thing and it's not to say a lot of uh a lot of um now, current uh, commercial aviators aren't interested. Um, you know, a lot of them just simply don't have the time. And in addition, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of hard to <laughs> you come home. You know, from yeah. doing that, and then you know, it's like, wow, I'm doing that again. You know, now, say you know uh, one might not jump into the sim to maybe uh, get ready check write, right or you know something like that may do some uh, pattern work in a you know 172 choose mm-hmm. some approach, you know, whatever you know um, not to say that yeah. doesn't happen but to say right. you know someone who works for I don't know Mesa or something like that will you know get out of their CRJ and just to jump into another CRJ you know I don't, the don't know there's, yeah. there's too many who you know want to do that
1: right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, like uh I, it, it's probably the same across any other profession oh, yeah hey, come home and play surgery sims or, yeah, I or me coming is. home to find a product manager simulate. like i wouldn't do hey, it you know? <laughs> <laughs> right Bing. <laughs> no but it's uh i i can't blame them and i also give props to those that you know actually do mm-hmm. you know they are real world pilots commercial pilots on the line flying multiple hours a week and still come home and uh, jump into the sim,
0: And not streaming. only that,
1: take it another level, exactly, and stream and create content. Like, that goes to show you really love what you do. Mm-hmm. um, And you really love sharing that knowledge with the community. And that's exactly what I was just talking about before. Like, when you find those people, hold on to them, man, because that wealth of knowledge. Again, there's a lot of people out there, especially with the lease of FS2020 that uh, we'll get into that data point in a second because i do want to talk about simulation versus game and what the data shows as it relates to that but there are a lot of people that jump into this and it's just a game for them right they just want to fly around and heck some of them just want to crash into stuff or land a 747 on a on a uh, aircraft carrier there every ounce of my being would never allow me to do that because i have you know real world experience and it just doesn't make sense like that's, it's just it's even hard i, to, to I will say
0: when my early teens, you know, I, I was that guy who used to jump on, like, what was it? It was the uh, MSN. A lot of y'all might remember it was MSN Game Zone or something like that, where you used to oh, have. Like, yeah, yep. yeah. So back that. in the day, man, we used to all get in the group and you just have like carrier carrier yeah. ops. Yeah. And then we'd send, like ridiculous airplanes on carriers. Man, I ain't gonna lie, I did do that, but then, uh, you know, show you there. After. Yeah,
1: but that's like in your kid years or your yeah. teenage years. Well, there's <laughs> a lot of grown <laughs> people, you know, getting into this sim and just. You know, doing the same kind of thing, and again, there's no knock on it, man. You you fly it to your heart's content. It's, yeah, if it's you're yeah. a simulator, at the end of the day, you paid your money for it, so you fly it how you want it. Uh, yeah, but I think there's sure. a stark difference between those folks and folks that actually treat this as a simulator. And to your point, folks that use it to get ready for their check ride and and other things. So, um, sure. that is interesting for sure. The second kind of sub bullet around, you know career wise 25.8% of the respondents have a pilot license
0: Mm -hmm.
1: 9% have a PPL Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting but 74% have nothing so again it's really you know folks that don't have any experience in the real world or don't have any kind of uh, you know relation to aviation at all in their everyday life Mm -hmm. Um, but it is a hobby for them and they enjoy it and I think that's awesome
0: Absolutely, which leads me to believe again. I think 2020 had a huge played a huge role in getting that number to what it is that 74.2%. I mean, I, I cannot tell you, Mike, how many folks I've had just hit me up. You know, you know, for old friends of mine, coworkers mm-hmm. things like that. You know, uh, hey Johnny, um, you know, uh, man, what do I need to get in the flight sim? not a day in their life have they ever asked me (laughs) about how to get to you know what peripherals do i need and things like that right so and and that's to me you know that's cool because there hasn't been a point in time in this industry that's ever been as this dynamic
1: nope at
0: all and you know for for folks who have you know been around to see it you know it's, it's 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 exciting
1: Yeah, man, so as we, you know, continue looking at this data, right? You know, it's asking, are you currently enrolled in flight school? Uh, about 10 9% roughly says yes. Mm-hmm. A whopping 90% says no. Are you considering taking real-world flight lessons over the next year? 75% almost say no, 26% says yes, which is on par for from last year. So, really goes to show you that FS2020 really hasn't I guess changed the, the desire for folks to take real world aviation, mm-hmm. um, take steps towards real-world aviation. And it's kind of coupled with the other data here around simulator habits. You know, 20% are using it for casual gaming/slash entertainment, but 55% are just doing it only because they have some sort of implicit curiosity as it relates to interest in aviation so it kind of goes to show you know at the end of the day when you take a look at flights and platforms in general a lot of people just see it as a hobby they're not or even as a game a lot of people aren't using it for hardcore simulation purposes to translate any of the flying towards real life um and that's evidence in some of the things that we continue to see on you know Uh, content uploaded to YouTube or streams or anything like that. It's really just another game or a way for other folks to enjoy a hobby outside of their everyday life. And again, I think nothing is wrong with that. For me, though, I would like to see some additional attention to folks that do take it as a true, you know, sort of a simulation experience and want to translate uh aspects of it to the real world. Now you have to be careful, right? (laughs) Just because even as as uh in-depth as FS Labs is riding P3D, just because you can fly the FS Labs A320 doesn't mean you could walk into the flight deck of an A320 (laughs) and fly it, right? So there has to be some common sense built in there. But there are other aspects of a simulator that can be replicated in real life that I think I would like to see uh, you know, simulators like FS2020 and some of the other ones out there continue to adopt for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think you know, I think what the 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 point you made was, I mean, actually, I mean, you know, a lot of us, you know, um, wouldn't per se, you know, be that type of individuals like, man, you know, I can totally get in there and, and do it. But then in a weird way, it's like, you know, I think it's the challenge of being able to go in and you know say i can you know fire up an apu and a320 or i can you know shoot a you know cat 2 approach or something a320 right you know heck you know i can operate a concord you know um i think you know at its core you know i think that's what we you know us as simmers tend to look forward to is that challenge of you know operating a um a quote-unquote study level airliner you know like that for example that dash 8 q 400 um that uh from uh majestic simulations which by the way is i mean probably the most uh in-depth dash 8 q 400. really there is i mean there's just bar none um i think there's a few uh operators that use it for some sort of cbt training uh remote instructors instructors panels. I mean, you know, you name it. It's on there. So uh you know, being able, especially the experience that uh you know, a, a mutual friend of ours and uh and I screened mm. that day. It was it was that was pretty cool man It I brought back memories, it. man, not gonna lie. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> it brought back brought back memories. Memories that.
1: commercial day.
0: Those uh commercial days, those, yep. Those those things that you you know you CRM is something that's you know as beneficial as it is can also be you know detrimental if not practiced uh, properly. correctly properly properly because you know you have to try to you know like trying to figure out what somebody else is thinking right you know can be you know can be a little difficult now it works out when you kind of know the person but i yeah. mean heck you know most of the times when you're nope. you know when you're exactly you've never seen a day in your life you know so yeah. If you're relying you gotta, on us. exactly
1: you got to rely that you guys have both been through the same sort of training exactly. and and then kind of understand the ins and outs of
0: you know, exactly what CRM exactly is
1: so, all about and how it's practiced within your airline
0: exactly so you know that right there you know I, I can i can i can totally see that but you know again you know i'm just i'm still i'm, I'm thoroughly encouraged to see even folks just a passing interest um and fly simulation you know i'm 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 I'm, uh i feel really good seeing that number um
1: yeah it's it's, uh that number it is really really cool and again there's another one in here two data points that i kind of want to look at that kind of talks about you know what i mentioned earlier about how folks fly the simulator what they're more uh focused on or what they prefer So one of the data points is or questions, uh, what do you normally fly? Mm -hmm. Uh, And 30% of the folks say short to medium regional jets. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the next number behind that is about 25% long hauler airlines. So again, that just goes to show you that most of the people flying flight simulator are interested in that typical airline operations, right? That's kind of what they grew up on. A lot of people, you know, how do I put this right being uh, being nice a lot of people kind of look at those folks and saying man how are you gonna get to flight sim and jump straight to an airliner but people have to realize that those are the first aircrafts that you know a lot of folks see? have seen that ever they, the first thing they ever saw the first thing they've ever been on not many folks a lot of folks have never been in a Cessna or I'll any tell you. Sort of single engine prop right so yep. that's what they relate to and that's what drew that drew them to the flight sim so I, yep. I think there's nothing wrong with that
0: no absolutely and I, I mean i'll tell you the first thing first aircraft i'll see jackson mississippi uh delta airlines Boeing 727 first airplane i ever seen wow and you know didn't know what cessna was bro <laughs> Cessna, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is that it was a part of Chevy or something. What what is that? Um, you know, and I would say that's probably the story um, for a lot of folks. You yep. know, uh, my first my first airplane ride was basic training. You know, so wow, really? Oh yeah, yeah. It was an Embraer, an Embraer one four five.
1: So to, you've uh, never been on a, an airplane in your childhood?
0: Nope. Wow there when you go on family vacations and what of them just like we weren't you know um it was just like we just my dad he was always busy so right right we went to like maybe like Gulf shores or somewhere nearby but we never just all piled them to an area. if you did it was a drive yeah. yeah it was a drive you know it was just that is
1: interesting that
0: we just did you know so um you know taking that you know Embraer trip just kind of solidified you know my desire i was like man i want to fly one of these things you know and mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just kind of sparks from there, and I, and I think that story is similar to a lot of stories out there. That you know, the majority like the first, you know, and that's that's you know, that's not to say that's you know, across the board, right? I mean, there's there's some folks I know who grew up on the airport, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, um,
0: just you know, their dad did it, their dad's dad did it, and so on and so forth, but um you know that 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 tends to be you know the similar story there you know hey i was flying a southwest 737 it'd so be pretty cool and ran up on this thing called you know flight cent i mean uh 2020 or x plane or whatever and saw they had a little zebo or whatever and you know trying to try to learn how to fly that so i mean that's, i think mm-hmm. that's, that's what we uh what we see represented uh, represented here in these numbers as well
1: yeah that's uh I think that's interesting for sure. And like I said, there's there's nothing wrong with folks jumping straight into airlines. I think another thing we can talk about here is, I know we, on our streams and on our channels, we kind of tend to stay away from it, but I think it's appropriate here for the podcast um, is the, you know, the impact of COVID-19 on the aviation community, both real world and in simulation. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: obviously I think we could talk about real world impacts another time, but Navigraph did capture this here as it relates to some of the data points they were looking to obtain from the community. And one of that is to what degree has the amount of time you spend on flight simulation changed as a consequence of COVID-19. 45% of the people say they spend, you know, about the same amount of time, um, which is interesting, but a whopping 43% say I spend more time. Um, And I think that is obviously apparent when you look at the fact that we talk about it all the time and we talked about it when we kicked off right how long i was looking for this honeycomb you can't find hardware anywhere anywhere or at least at a a appropriate price Mm -hmm. because there are so many people getting into flight simulation now or increasing the amount of time they put into flight simulation And they want to take advantage of making it be as realistic as possible, um, which involves you needing to utilize hardware, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's improving your computer, getting a better GPU, CPU, whatever you name it, or totally rebuilt PC uh, or peripherals. So the Honeycomb Yoke, the Thrustmaster TCA, Mm -hmm. uh, Side sticks, and um, Throttle Quadrant that they made for Airbus, Mm-hmm. Uh, Sci tech panels gosh man a year ago the Sci tech panels were all over the place
0: you know man you couldn't throw there, a was stick a there was a surplus there
1: was a surplus of those things like because no one was really buying them anymore you know they've been around for more than a decade for a decade, the most part yeah. can't and find now them. this over a decade old equipment is like you can't oh. find it to save your life God. Uh, again you know that's partly because of covid and the release of fs 2020 i think Microsoft timed that really, really well. Um, You know, some people feel like it was rushed and it wasn't really finished and they wanted to take advantage of COVID, which is why they accelerated the timeline. But to be honest, when you look at the level of complexity of this thing, I don't think it would have ever been finished. If you wanted to sit there and get it right the way people want, quote unquote, you know, expect it to be it would have never been finished right uh-huh. it's only until you get it out in the community and you gather real-time feedback uh-huh. you know broaden your you know broaden the alpha the beta base, get it to ga is really when you start to realize okay we have a gap here we have a gap there and they've been doing an outstanding job of trying to bridge uh those gaps So i think, uh-huh. I think that's pretty cool
0: no, no that's, that's, that's totally cool. Yeah, I think, to be honest, man, I think at that point in time, especially going through the pandemic, I think we all needed to win, Like, seriously. So, you know, um, despite the shortcomings, um, again, I think myself, you, and a few others of all those of us who have been in the game for any period of time have uh, mentioned that we've... We, I don't recall any platform release that has just been spot on. And it's just when you're, when you're trying to encapsulate something as complex as flight in a consumer based PC simulation, (laughs) that is not an easy feat. At all. And to even, and to give, you know, laminar simulations, um, uh, Microsoft, Lucky. uh Lockheed, you know we gotta give those guys credit where credit's due right because something as fluid as air <laughs> trying <laughs> to bring that into a pc simulations i mean some multi-million dollar sims i'll tell you guys all the time i mean there's there's these sims that don't look as don't good look
1: as good as that
0: yep nowhere near nowhere near you know right i mean of course it's not their it's not their goal right but right um, you know, it's just in testament to the amount of technology that's been, you know, that's been crammed, you know, into these pieces of software. So, um, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, it, it you know, for, for the most part, I don't think anyone, you know, such as us, I mean, we, we, we do quite a lot of simming. I don't really think my time has changed much. You know, no, I mean, it's been about just, the
1: same for me as well.
0: Yeah, I was always a hermit anyway. So, <laughs> but, you know, all right, cool. You know, yep. never been in office, but
1: yeah, yep. In fact, it might be even, even a little bit less for me. I mean, with COVID, you yeah. know, my you know day to day work duties have you know increased. So, you know, outside of streaming, I really don't spend a lot of time uh, like I used to be able to. But you know, such is life. I think that's interesting. And one of the interesting things about you know understanding the amount of time people are spending on the platform and the impact of COVID 19 and fs 2020 is the spending habits and the direction as to which uh folks are moving towards as it relates to flight and platforms um and that's sort of captured here in numerous uh, in numerous different ways right they first talk about uh, how much do you estimate you have spent on flight simulation hardware software in the past 12 months cumulative cumulative you're looking at you know 2020 2019 uh hardware and software numbers uh and for the most part they you know like i said um they're pretty much up as it relates to you know software and hardware because a lot of folks were looking to again improve their experience Uh, As it relates to getting there, getting a hand on the the new FS 2020 platform, but I think what's whopping, you know, a a whopping tell as to where the future is heading in a number of different ways is the question that is posed here. Have you switched your primary flight simulation software this year? Mm -hmm. 52% say no, but Mm -hmm. 32.9, almost 33% of the people says yes and two, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. There's a lot of people that really just said, hey, this is it. This is my future. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm going to be spending my time. This is where I'm going to be spending money, if that. Um, And I talked about it before. Listen, there's nothing wrong with X-Plane and P3D and some of those other simulators, but whether we like it or not, FS2020 is the future. A lot of folks are complaining now well, a lot of folks don't realize, or what they fail to forget, or they weren't in those platforms in the beginning stages, is they were never where they are now, right? Back then,
0: no,
1: no, you think about X Plane, right? The amount of people that fly the Zebo and all that stuff. What is X Plane without Zebo? and that was X in or exactly, or Active Sky, or any of that?
0: Think that about would- it. Yeah, I mean that wasn't up. I mean we 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 talk about Zebo a lot, but it's something that we take for granted. And I'm telling you, X Plane Ten, I don't remember Zebo anywhere. So it's just you know, you kinda had to work with what you had, you know, and um, uh, you know, to see X Plane eleven where it's at now. I mean, I think it's just amazing. But then again, you know, oh how soon we forget <laughs> when not so long ago. I mean, it was, it was, it was a struggle trying to find a high fidelity, uh, you know, software without having to pay, you know, a premium.
1: norm an and a leg for it.
0: So uh, a lot
1: of this stuff is coming natively out of the box. Listen, I think, you know, for the weather is a big part for me for FS 2020, you know, it's uh predictive based modeling with metal blue. You're never really going to get the METAR injection unless they, decide to change the way the weather is being introduced into the sim which they kind of have no uh, interest in doing that so you're probably going to need a weather engine at some point um you know we talked about Rex and whatnot but we can save that for <laughs> another time but again like there's no simulator out there right now where you don't need all of these other add-ons to make the experience great and i think folks have to keep that in mind mm-hmm. also evidence on the fact where you look at all of the surveys that are coming out from developers as well about you know where the consumer spending habits and time is shifting and a lot of them have come out and said hey listen man we're done developing for x platform right no pun mm-hmm. intended um who was it that just came out recently mm-hmm. uh, 2000 i think those folks said they're not developing for x plane anymore yeah. I think it was those guys, you know, I'll, I'll look it up in a second here and correct myself yeah. if I'm wrong, but I believe it was them that said, you know, they're going to be developing for FS 2020 going forward because again, the numbers do not lie. The mm-hmm. consumer spending habits are shifting towards FS 2020 because that is the future platform. Again, no knock on P3D
0: absolutely not, or X-Plane. No. I think
1: in the interim, it gives folks options and I think it's great but you can't count out FS 2020. It's frustrating right now, but the level of commitment that Microsoft and the Sobo has dedicated towards improving the platform over a 10 year time span, I think is kind of what their uh, roadmap looks like right now. It's, it's incredible. You wanted oh, yeah. seasons. They give you seasons. Uh, I'm sorry, not seasons. That's yeah. coming. They gave you snow, real-time oh, snow yeah, folks are yeah. talking that's about that and complaining about that. They got that out in weeks. One mm-hmm. in VR, they got that out in a couple of months. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the P3D and X Plane. I'm sorry, they don't move that
0: fast. No, they know. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you again. You know, those of us you know who have uh, been in the industry any length of time, uh, let's 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 recall, guys. Like, when has that been a thing to where we've complained about something and it get rectified in? a short span of time and i mean and i'm the first one to admit i get frustrated with 2020 you know you guys see you know those of you who follow my content uh you guys see you know a lot of my you know or see me or hear me express a lot of my frustrations with the platform but again you know and i mentioned that as well you know i constantly remind myself is that you know it's in its infancy and it's still uh, maturing into something that I think at, at some point will be an amazing platform. It just takes time, you know. And, uh, you know, us living in this, you know, now um, culture, um, it's, you know, I think sometimes we kind of lose sight of that. But,
1: yep. You know, a simulator, even, you know, simulator yep. that just came out a couple months ago. Again, more numbers here. How often do you fly into the following simulators? FS 2020 is at 60%, X Planes at 50 P3D is at 44, and then you got Microsoft at 38. The uh, legacy Microsoft platforms. Mm-hmm. Again, the sim is six seven months old. It's it's a, it's pretty incredible. We don't even have a high fidelity airliner yet, mm-hmm. and people are flying it sixty percent of the time. <laughs> More you know, than they're but, flying the other simulators.
0: But hey, man, we can't we can't forget we can't not not give fly by wire the clout. That's for, true
1: probably, probably a large part of that as well there. yeah yep. and not just fly by wire working title. working title yep um and some of these other folks that have been able to you know i'm gonna come out and say it make magic out of these default aircrafts to make them oh, yeah. somewhat stable enough to actually fly enjoy um, I think it's great if it wasn't for the citation mods or the working title uh, i'm sorry that is the, the working title mod for the cj4 I forgot who does the citation longitude mob, but then as yeah. well as the fly by wire mods, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be in FS 2020 much. You know, no, I'll come out no. and say that for sure, yeah. but yeah, but again, funny. you can't say that because look at X Plane if it was a Zebo, how many people would be in X Plane 11, right? So each of these simulator platforms have a level, a varying level of degree into which. Developers, both payware and freeware, have invested time and effort into it to make the platform what it is. What you're seeing right now is really FS 2020 at its base, Mm -hmm. you know. And folks have to remember if you strip out some of these other add-ons that you're flying for X Plane and P3D that isn't quite ready yet for FS 2020, you'd be feeling the same way. So we just have to be cognizant of that and give it time and uh again the number the data the numbers and the data doesn't lie so Absolutely. we'll see we'll,
0: we'll see we'll see for sure you know it was funny you mentioned that man i was i was talking about that in my uh my stream the other day man uh i was streaming on p3d i know every time every time you're like john we're streaming at D, like oh man <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you deal with it, man so you know shout out to mike man for putting up my nonsense but you know i was uh <laughs> I was I was sitting there getting getting prepped, and I'm clicking I'm clicking this program, I'm clicking that program, I'm clicking that program. I'm thinking, dude, I opened like five or six different programs so, yep. to get
1: so a, a flight P3D to get a decent experience. Exactly. exactly.
0: You know, yep. after, I don't want to do that. And that's
1: 2020. <laughs> if, you know,
0: after, let's just bring it up, right? I mean, hey, screw it. So, <laughs> you know. Rex, right? So, you know, yep, when, sure. when Rex first comes up out of the come up on the nowhere, hey guys, we've we have solved the problem <laughs> <laughs> And you can't help me and you know, me and a mutual friend, we're like, mm. Yep. You know, <laughs>
1: I was I was the same you way. This the, the platform has been out for yeah. three months. How'd you do that?
0: <laughs> exactly, man. Everybody's just getting them the side. I like, you know, how how do you do that? You know, so And you know to see you know what they've been able to accomplish so far is I mean I hate to mean you know I can't help but not say this it's admirable I mean it's it is quite quite amazing this to see that so um you know but at the same time I I think uh, you know there are a few of us such as myself who are kind of at the cusp of like. Man, it's only like 21 bucks, but at the same time, I don't (laughs) want to open another Mm -hmm. program. Yep. Get the sim running. That's, I think, to me, probably the biggest hurdle to get over before making a purchase you know even like when fsuipc was like hey guys release fsuipc dude i'm not trying to run that either like i don't want nothing heck man i'm still
1: using a beta free version of that i only run it because of uh, pack x every once in a while
0: exactly you know like i don't even want to run that like i run sim toolkit for like stream things like that and that's about as far as i go but you know (sighs)
1: You're taxing your computer at the end of the day. And it's beyond that as well, because I said the same thing, man. Part of the the draw for me for FS 2020 was about this whole notion of uh, DLC, right? I've spent shamefully hundreds and hundreds, I think probably thousands of dollars between P3D and X-Plane on uh, let me not. Tell, let me lower my voice here. Um, <laughs> between <laughs> between <laughs> P3D, <laughs> between P3D and X Plane, right to get a decent experience. And part of the draw for FS 2020 was like, oh, they're gonna have real time dynamic weather. There goes Rex. There goes Active Sky. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've got all of these airplanes in there: the TBM, the Airbus, the 787, the 747. There goes PMDG and all that stuff. Although deep down on you, eventually you would need an add-on, but at least you can get by on it. Sure, and You can't really get by on some of those, but we'll yeah. save that for another conversation. But again, you know, the, the lore for FS2020 for me was to not have all of these add-ons running in the background or paying for them mm-hmm. and i kind of was the same way like you mentioned when rex came out like dude the thing's been out for three months how do you have a weather engine for it especially when microsoft and sobo came out and said we're that part of the sim is locked out like we're not giving you access to that we have a partnership with metal blue we've got that thing covered see you later mm-hmm. i felt like it was a money grab i honestly did i was you know i've been an avid rex user in p3d for a very long time and i kind of was you know ashamed at it um and then when it launched it was you know as as expected there were a lot of issues with it and a lot of people were saying this thing isn't really to solve um but you know i'll admit over the last 48 hours <laughs> you have purchased rex weatherforce <laughs>
0: oh man uh,
1: i have because You know, I I wanted to give Microsoft an a time we talked about just a second ago, right? Did I give them enough time as it relates to weather? There are certain aspects of the sim, though, where they've come out and said, we're not changing. Like Mm -hmm. it is not meter based weather injection. And if you want any sort of real time experience, right? We talked about the gamers versus the simmers and the uh, flying online on network. You kind of need that meter based injection for weather to have a a true to real life experience um so i bought rex it was 21 bucks and part of that too was not doing enough research on the onset like i've got to learn to do that something i have to work on personally is do your research because it's not a true weather engine and maybe part of that is marketing on their on their front as well All it's doing is taking the METAR data from these weather stations, injecting it into the SIM and the SIM is producing the same textures and and environments that it has built in natively. That's all it's doing. And I think for 21 bucks, that is a great solve for now. Sure. to introduce real-time weather. I think it's Not great. Not too
0: invasive at all. Not
1: too invasive. I mean, there's some FPS drops here and there, but there's some settings you could tweak within the application. Mm-hmm. Uh, FPS drops whenever it's injecting the real-time weather, and hopefully they get better at that. But I think it's a great solve, man. And what kind of put me over the edge with that is I loaded up at Burlington the other day, and it's supposed to be snowing, and FS2020 had no snow. Nothing. It was a clear yeah, as day.
0: Great, man. It's it a turn-off Look outside, it's like, it's like oh, it's raining. Get some of this IMC action, right? right. Get some of that juicy action, and yeah. you load up, and you're just oh, you know?
1: exactly. <laughs> disappointing, and we're getting to the point where airliners are going to start to be introduced, and you know, part of the Allura flying airliners as well as flying through those IMC conditions, and 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 some of those other, you know, instrument you know, type of approaches and whatnot. And if you're going weather hunting and flying through these type of environments or expecting to fly through these type of environments, and it's not there in the sim, it's like, what's the point? So that's my long way of saying I eventually bit the bullet on Rex. Uh, You know, I still stand by saying, you know, it's not a great solve, um, but it's a decent enough solve, especially for the price um, to get some sort of real time meter based injection. And they have a commitment to improving it so i think that's great so
0: to get that's kind memory. of
1: my spiel there on rex but again you know for me a lot of what i said around you know purchasing this add-on that add-on and running all of that stuff underneath the simulator i'm, I'm done with man I, I don't want to do that anymore so yeah. uh we will see as time progresses
0: yeah yeah we will man and that's and that's the thing it's you know, I was, I was kind of, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I was, man, I was like, Mike, dude, seriously? <laughs> seriously. I know, I, told, uh, but, I but,
1: think we, uh, we were on your stream, I think.
0: Yeah, man, and it got, I it
1: did, got pretty uh, hot. It got pretty, <laughs> pretty hot,
0: it got pretty hot, man, I was like, well, you know,
1: and every- and said, man, you pay for what you want to pay for a run, and yeah, I'll pay for what I want to pay for a run, good. man.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, that's pretty much what it um, what what it boiled down to. So, you know, we were kind of <laughs> we good were times, kinda, good times. Yeah, you know, we were kind of like, you know, well, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I, all I can say is just report back. And from what you've, uh, what, from what you and and
1: that's the thing with me. I'm going to be honest. Like I said, there's some FPS hits that creates uh-huh. whenever you whenever it loads the weather transitions um uh, but other than that it's not you know as invasive as some of these other wind, weather engines out
0: there so i think
1: it's a it's a great solve for now
0: that's cool that's 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 cool yeah that's uh you know i mean that's like i said you know and i think i mentioned this earlier you know um you know you see a lot of that come up on the forums and things like that you know someone may favor another add-on than you know someone else and you know somehow it gets personal you know and, yep. and, and i think at the end of the day it just it, it boils down to this you know um and i think i mentioned this as well especially when you're dealing with like the sky and you know the textures stuff like that that to me is almost sub- kind of it's kind of subjective right it is subjective what it's i think, subjective. what i think might look good to me might not look good to you you know and mm-hmm. You know, especially like we're talking about like reshade and stuff like that. And it's almost comical to see how <laughs> how offended uh, some folks get when, you know, like, yeah, I purchased this. Why'd you get that? You know, this is trash. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, I'm just like, you know, um, even like this, you know, like colorblindness, for example, you know, there's some mm-hmm. folks who might be colorblind, who might not know they're colorblind. So they're looking exactly. like, up the colors are different. Right. You know, and no one dawns on that until they got to go get their first class medical. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, or like a medical general. But anyway, right. so, you know, and so there's that. So, I mean, it's just, you know, and, you know, it, it, sometimes you kind of kind of catch myself doing this. Like, Why'd do you do that? But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, uh, I think anyone who's willing to take a swing at improving this industry, you know, I think we should give them a, you know, give them a shot. Give them
1: the benefit of the doubt
0: for sure. Yeah. You know, give them a shot, see what happens. And, you know, we just kind of, you know, kind of move on from there. But, man, uh, a question I wanted to ask you though. Well, have you been fine lately, man? We've, we've been, we've been, uh, we've been throwing up lately.
1: Simwise wise or real life?
0: Simwise, well, because I said real life we have been grounded here, but yeah, we're going to talk about that,
1: <laughs> few, man. <laughs> life, man, I, I don't know. I think the last podcast. Yeah, I had just started getting back in X-Plane. I reinstalled X-Plane. We're doing mm-hmm. flying. So yeah, happy to report that I am still avid, avidly flying X-Plane, you know, and again, goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's great to have options for now
0: mm-hmm. um, and
1: even in the future. So doing a lot of z flying, flying, Eight flying, uh, told you know, us I know <laughs> uh, uh, here we uh, There we go
0: there we
1: go you have to do it yes and video's still there yeah, i didn't take it down yes i was on like a three mile final into phoenix with the zeebo at like 400 feet above the threshold and i think decided to not even before that because i could have probably saved it if it was above the threshold the thing decided to just cut all power on me man it was uh i've never had that happen at least airborne every once in a while it'll happen on the ground but i lost everything and there was no way to restart it best thing for me was to pitch for best glide and best glide put me right down uh before the threshold all sure. i lost um chief pilots ntsb investigations videos on 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 youtube all the above uh so other than that man we haven't had any problems uh and then in fs 2020 i've been doing a lot of uh citation flying man i love that you know i was doing a lot of fly by what flyer fly by flyer fly by wire flying uh the mod the a320 neo mod um haven't really done that much you know kind of still giving that time to evolve Mm-hmm. Um, definitely been flying the i've been really getting into biz jets since the launch of fs 2020 i think that's one of the great things about that platform it kind of gives you some additional insights into other types of flying and um for really sure. enjoying that
0: for sure yeah i know me personally man uh, and this might be difficult for me to admit <laughs> uh, I've been uh, spending a little more time in P3D here lately. I'm not sure why. Well, I know why because no one has the Mad Dog yet. You know, and shout out to uh, five, five Mad Dog X for uh, building the, in my opinion, the most comprehensive uh, MD 88. Hey,
1: man, I admire you flying that thing, man. its uh, I don't think I could ever do it.
0: Man, that thing's fine. It's fun. I mean, and, and that's, I think that's probably the allure of it. And then another thing is, like, that was probably my again you know it's a 727 like the md80 i saw a lot oh uh, okay real world that makes so, sense you know you see those a lot back when, i mean they just they're so versatile you know they can do those little 500 mile they can do like 200 mile trip You right see 500 mile. you see them on thousand mile hops you know they're so versatile so you saw them everywhere and and when um you know, and when, to, when we were able to see that uh, 2020 finally released, it was like, oh, that's cool. So, you know, we kind of fall fell into the allure of, you know, having the opportunity to um, fight different aircraft, things like that. But, you know, still, it's like, man, there's still no MD-80. Now, uh, I have read that there are plans to bring it over, but... Um, from what I've seen, and you know, talking to uh, developers and and such, they, you know, the more complex the airplane, the more difficult it is to just transition over. I just can't just go from hop from one, you know, from one platform to the other easily, right? So, um, that in itself tells me that we're looking at you know maybe a year or so before, oh, at least at least that come uh, come to fruition. So, you know, between that and so for some reason ultimate uh the ultimate development group who were behind the 737-700 and after, non, right exactly the yeah. uh Lebo equivalent to the to the 800 right um they they changed names to level up something level up simulations i think you guys could look under the threshold x to uh, give more information on it and so they're working on revamping the 737-700, so there's really no viable 737-700 in X-Plane 11 right now. Um Well, no current one, um, per se. Really? I
1: have a 700, I thought.
0: Uh, really? And and maybe I have a- an older version. Now, they oh. have a version that will run in X-Plane okay, 11, but okay. not up to the latest Zebo standards. Now, I think they, oh. they were Zeebo and so like, i
1: have not loaded it up i have the 73700 you same with the nine it's been okay. like a year since they're
0: yeah, you're right you're yeah right. so yep. they're working on another one. It's oh, cool amazing. um and that because that was the thing like the 700 you know okay so southwest front i mean we, we're just gonna say southwest you know we're all trying to simulate southwest stops, right you know, <laughs> we the, all uh, love it so Um okay, so like the seven thirty seven, you know, they I mean Southwest runs the eight hundred quite a bit, but they run even more than that. Yeah. (laughs) And uh,
1: looking quite aware, bro. It's
0: it's, man all over again. You can't throw a stick and not <laughs> somewhere that's probably up north west so you know I, I lately I've been kind of gravitating towards that you know PMDG has one for P3D works out great um,
1: that's right
0: and you know like again they're you know level fidelity for the 737 it's it's up there for sure it's up there for sure of course we don't Mm -hmm. we don't have the cabins, things like that but i think a lot of that you know we're also you know contributing to the platform
1: yep Uh, yep i think uh that's what's going to be exciting to see what some of these p3d based developers do with the new FS Twenty Twenty platform—they take advantage of things like that. Cause
0: are we getting a cabin? then see, that's, that's that's a question. And and that that you know you can't help but wonder is like why, Osobo mm-hmm. neglected to not allow us to kind of venture into the cabin. Are we looking at an issue with resources? You know, I mean, is that something that? Because you know, explain. I,
1: I don't think we are. I think it's a lot of the cabin just isn't modeled.
0: I don't think so either.
1: The CJ4 is modeled and it's nicely done and there's no FPS impact when you go back there. Uh I don't think it's that. I think it's just the fact that most of the... Because if you play with the camera configs, you can go in the cabin and some exactly. of the other planes that don't have a cabin and you could just see it doesn't have a cabin right. so i don't i don't think it's resources i think sky's the limit as long as there's a properly you know flushed out sdk right there's the limit for these developers man they're going to be able to do a lot of different things that they weren't able to do in other platforms uh because of resource um, drain and and trying to you know make it performance friendly mm-hmm. for a lot of people's desktop computers. Uh, FS twenty twenty is going to push the limit for that. So man, I'm excited, man. It's a great I time, time to be, to be, be in, in the us. aviation industry. Uh, not so much in the real world, although I did read an article recently that you know the they're very optimistic around it rebounding. I think for sure. Uh, some of these regional folks, it might have been SkyWest or someone yeah, bringing market back market their first. class. Yeah, bring back some of the classes, furloughed workers. These guys have to remember, like a year ago, this time, folks were talking about, hey, we might have a pilot shortage.
0: You couldn't find (laughs) a non-working pilot at the time. Yeah. You had a commercial. I don't don't care if you had 500 total. You were going to work somewhere. Yep. all the more from that booming. still folks streaming because you know they're like at the house if they're not on the line <laughs> right, right. You know? and you know to see that rebound is, is really encouraging which yeah,
1: we'll, we'll get there man we'll get
0: there. Means hopefully for us who have you know who are doing the GA hustle man hopefully we can you know and there's a lot of folks who are, who are venturing out now but you know yeah. you know hopefully Safety
1: first man it's all teach yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah hopefully get to the point where we can get out there and uh Get back to flying, man. Cause I was like, man, I need to some pattern work or something.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Get dude>. Rusty. <laughs> it's so crazy, like how quickly you get rusty, bro. Yeah. It's not just GA. Like, no. I follow this Southwest pilot. I forgot his name on, on YouTube. Um, he was off the line for like three weeks and he was like, Man, my flows are messed up. Bro, yeah. So we're talking about a you know, decade plus long, you know, commercial aviator uh seven three seven rated guy been doing this for a long time he's only been gone three weeks and he's like it's like takes a little bit to get back into your it
0: does. It does. um and when
1: you got as little GA hours as like myself bro it's it we gonna you call uh we might have to call the number the next time we're telling
0: <laughs> <gonna, you know? laughs> hey, oh, yeah. hey you know we try to avoid it, but times, man, especially in September, have to call. Oh, man. The number, oh, man. This thing is, I gotta like, <laughs> <laughs> dust this thing off, bro. Like <laughs> man, I was I was talking to my wife, man, All right, bro. I went by the airport the other day, man. Just kind of drove by. And I was like, man, I got the keys. We can just like, nah, no, <laughs> you notes. Know, I got the infant or whatnot. So, trying to be safe, man. But it's just so tough, man. It's so work. hard. Some pattern work in man just it pulls you
1: it does man yeah. listen at the end of the day your joy for aviation will never
0: go away it'll never That's go kind away. of
1: why we do it no I one straps know. themselves to a 172 and endures all those hours and and <laughs> pattern work and orals and check rides and solos because you just wanted to check a box like yeah. you either love it or
0: you don't you love it or you uh, don't man so it, I'm, it's I'm, always
1: going to be a draw
0: Exactly.
1: The money. and the we money forgot yeah, yeah, about, about money. that right right didn't even mention that exactly
0: you know exactly. I mean it's just not I mean I know uh, there's a not pretty close to Nani I think there's a guy out there at the local airport man and he he went see But flying after 40 years of being out i mean this yeah. guy yeah what happens man. in that case do you have to redo your like from man. scratch or like or you just got to get cold? So, you know i mean we all going the reg so you don't lose your certificate okay you lose your currency so okay. okay uh and you know basic with basic med now they've made it a lot easier mm. to you know become current so as long as you don't have any just crazy medical issues you, you can still fly which i think is cool that's that pretty good it's you know all that
1: money and all that time why not
0: yeah why not you know so there's a lot of folks getting back into it but you know again you know the whole COVID situation kind of stalled out things so hopefully i'll pick back up man and you know i could finally you know get my <laughs> i'm like right on the cusp man i was like man hey you know trying not trying not to have trying not to have to call the number but,
1: you know. <laughs> it goes, man, but yeah you got a nice little uh what is that c or d down
0: there by you um oh where, where, where i'm at yeah where you fly in and out of control bro Oh, nice. Oh, man. I'm I telling you, I'm like the perfect spot in the middle. You're in a
1: perfect spot. I'm
0: not, I'm not under a Bravo shelf or none of that. Like, it's am, Perfect. I'm in B
1: and C. I'm in Bravo and Charlie Airspace no matter where I go. So it's like, I got to be on my
0: game. All on your game. Oh. All the time. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, in fact, we got we have a lot of uh, ATP students. They'll come from Madison to come down here just to do their private work so they don't have to deal with tower mm. and of course you know, they jack up all their calls man and some call it all see so yeah you, you keep your hand on the swivel crosswind I mean base, base <laughs> I mean final <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean you kind of have to keep your hand on the swivel man but you know it's, it's it's a pretty sweet little area where I'm at so you know hopefully we kind of get to we'll, we'll get to some sort of you know some sort of malady and um, be able to get back in there again, but um, another thing, one last thing, I wanted to bring up, uh, bring up to you guys before we let you go. Um, so we want your feedback. So uh, I'm gonna try to set up a some sort of I think It's like a voicemail, something like that. So <laughs> uh, check in the description, and um, you know, just leave us a voicemail, and yeah, I mean we'll, we'll we'll talk about it on the um, on the uh, next podcast, but.
1: We'll definitely have some guests as well, man. Looking to get some other aviation enthusiasts across the community, man. Real world pilots or not. Mm
0: -hmm. It really doesn't
1: matter. It's great to get different perspectives, uh, content creators, scenery, aircraft developers. Sky's the limit. So uh, we'll we'll definitely continue to grow this podcast, man. It's great being on here with you, Johnny.
0: Yeah, it is. is, Absolutely, man. Especially, you know, it's like. I was like hey man, you want to toss one up? Yeah, man, let's go ahead and toss one. Up. <laughs> so
1: great, right. and it's funny, like because you know, like my wife was asking, like that you guys plan this and you got your script, and it's like no, we have these conversations every yeah. day. Like, All every we're doing day is recording, we record it. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that, that's the awesome part of it, man. It's nothing to come on here and just talk and mm-hmm. and share our experience and thoughts and opinions with the community, and they're just that,
0: man. You know. Yeah.
1: The end of the day, folks, don't take anything I say for gospel.
0: Oh, no, absolutely you know, not.
1: Sam's opinion at the end of the day, yeah. how I feel, how yeah. I see things. And, you know, to each their own at the end of the
0: day. To each their own, man. To each their own. So, um, guys, I think that's pretty much it for us. Uh, I'm going to finish our evening here and I hope you guys are staying safe out there and, um, you know, taking all the necessary precautions to. You know try to you know return to some sort of normality there but you know for sure so um uh, mike you know you want to want to uh, shout out your uh shout out your channel man looks like you're growing there 324
1: look at you look at you <laughs> uh, it's definitely taken off in the last couple of, of months man i wish i had more time man i would stream every freaking day but Hey, you know, work and life duty calls. I appreciate when I do stream, folks are on and, and enjoying the time. We also have a host of other content creators, you know, in this family that we've recently uh, been adopted to. Oh, man, man, shout <laughs> them out, man! Shout well, them out for sure. Heck, man, I don't want to forget anybody. But oh,
0: no, either man, that's why I left. I
1: told you. like my YouTube subscriber list, but shoot, here we go, man. Uh, Captain Shaquille Oatmeal uh chief sim pilot captain geo spur gaming hd simulation Gren irie Bayesian. uh obviously you got the big guys xp72 and v1 simulations uh alaska 559 uh and last but not least did i just say you i don't think so mr stalker actual gaming uh johnny himself here uh you're not doing so bad yourself you've definitely grown uh and it's, it's great man seeing that i know i kind of roll my eyes whenever you say i'm throwing up p3d but at the end of the day man it's great to see it it's great to see it man it's great to have the options out there a lot of the folks that we've recently come across as well don't have p3d never been involved with it so i think it's great showcasing what that platform looks like and the fact that a lot of the developers that are developed that have developed for that platform will be developing for fs 2020 where we're kind of all you know uh our first kind of look at everyone being on the same platform or at least having the same platform um to kind of see what uh they have the ability to look forward to so i think it's great man it's uh it's an awesome time uh to be out here in the community and um yeah this was fun man looking forward to the next one
0: absolutely man well guys again uh thank you for uh taking the time to uh to listen to us there and uh be sure to shoot us a like down there and uh definitely check out those content creators make sure you like and subscribe there and uh again you know, we're working on the voicemail system so we'll, we'll post some information there in the description and uh leave us voicemail get some feedback and heck we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. so till next time ladies and gentlemen take care of yourselves and each other we'll see you